is Market Open Podcast, bringing you engaging conversations and insights from leading ASX-listed companies. We welcome our host, Stuart Walters, for another episode, where he'll talk to the individuals behind Australia's top companies of tomorrow. Joining me today is Luke Cox, CEO of Green Technology Metals, ASX Code GT1. Luke heads up a great team at GT1, and although the lithium price might be down across the board at the moment, the company's strategy is in place and they're well on the way to achieve great things in 2024. Luke, thanks for joining me today on Market Open Podcast. Thanks for having me. Now that you've delivered your vertically integrated three-stage PEA, what's next? Yeah, so as we said in the PEA, we've broken it up into three portions, bite-sized portions, and the first bite of the the cherry, if you like, is getting the uh, Seymour mining concentrator up and running. So what we're looking at now is the optimization work, is what can we what can we optimize within Seymour uh, to lower the costs, make it more profitable and get yeah, better MPV. So optimization work is full steam ahead. Um, and really the second part to that is once we've optimized, we need to release a, a DFS, a definitive feasibility study. So that's in the pipeline. Uh, and really we need to, you know, ultimately we want to get this into operations. So let's, let's make sure we've got the permits for this uh, mine. Uh, on time. During the DFS process, will you be doing any pit optimization? Yeah, absolutely. So when we released the PEA, we looked at a a $2,500 pit shell. Now, obviously things have come off the boil with a lithium price. So we've had to to look at what what do the other pit shells look like? So we've gone all the way down to a a $1,000 pit shell. Uh, And what what it actually showed us was we're actually not losing much MPV at all. We're actually reducing our costs significantly. So when you go to a lower pitch shell, you're actually uh, removing a significant amount of waste. And that's something that's come to light very recently. So that, that ultimately brings our, our costs down. Um, also part of the optimization work, we're at the PEA level, we looked at the geotechnical parameters and they were very conservative at the time, so we just didn't have the drilling available. We do have the drilling available now because we, we drilled just before Christmas. So we can steepen up the pit walls. So it, it doesn't sound like much, but going from a, a 51 degree overall slope angle to say a 53 or 54 degree, that, that knocks off nearly 9% of your waste. So there's significant savings there straight away. Uh, and then also with going to a smaller pitch shell, you can use smaller equipment. And sometimes that's quite helpful when you're mining pegmatites because you need smaller diggers with smaller buckets to minimize dilution when you're separating the ore and the waste. If you are targeting a higher grade pit, does that open up underground potential? When we looked at the $1,000 pitch shell, um, it actually, it, nearly all of the optimizations go down and they, there's like this high grade slug at the base of the pit. So every optimization from 500 bucks all the way up to 4,000 bucks, they all went down and grabbed this high grade slug. But just beneath that, uh, the ore body slightly thins and then it opens up again. So that's almost like the catch point is where you switch from uh, an open pit operation to an underground. So for the DFS, uh, initially what we're looking at is just open pit, but there's there's now this, this option for an underground operation but that'll be in the future, you know, let's just keep it simple. Let's go open pit, you know, get the permitting for that. And But always on the boil, just behind you, you're thinking about this underground as well. You previously talked about the Seymour being a Eastern processing hub. What other regional feed sources could be available? For example, organic and inorganic growth. 
With the organic growth, what, what I'm thinking there is, but there's still so much of Seymour we haven't touched. You know, we, we, we looked at the northern half of the Seymour project. We still have the southern half. And then there's, there's northern Seymour, which is another whole tenement area in the Greenstone Belt. So there's potential growth there. Um, but uh, last year we picked up the junior project, which is only 20 k's uh, over to the east. Uh, known LCT spodumene bearing pegmatite. So we, there's, a, there's a deposit there called Despard. There's tape uh, and there's swall. So all of those, we haven't even touched those yet. But what we're looking to do is, you know, we're, we're looking at cash flow at the moment. So we'll be looking at those at the second half of this year. But that's your organic growth. But just around us, you know, when we when we first kicked off GT1, everyone saw we was getting great hits uh, at Seymour. So then a whole heap of other explorers came and surrounded us. Uh, and anyway, they, that's, that's not a bad thing. It just shows that we're in a highly prospective zone. Uh, they've subsequently gone in and they started to drill out resources as well within uh, a stone's throw of the potential Seymour concentrator. So there's your inorganic growth. So, you know, in due course, I'm sure there'll be conversations with the people around us. Say, look, we're, we're, we're building a concentrator. You know, uh, there's potential here that you could bring your operation or open pit into operation and bring your feed to us so you don't have to build another concentrator so what that means it just uh, continues the mine life for Seymour and it'll be like a spoken hub setup so as I say first cab off the rank is that um, I guess organic growth and the second one is yeah we will look uh, further afield but within a trucking distance uh, of our Seymour concentrator what optimization work will you be doing on the process plant so what we're doing with the the optimization of the, the processing plant is we said okay we're looking at a thousand dollar pitch shell for the open pit Seymour, um, and then what we're going to do we said okay if it's a thousand dollar pitch shell what's a better match for processing throughput? So what we are optimizing now and we're looking about a one point two million ton plant. So it keeps your mind life about the same. Uh, but what it does mean, when you, you design these plants, you actually design it for 1.5, but you can run it at 1.2, but also you do the permitting as well. So you have this option to ramp up to full capacity. Um, so a 1.2 million ton uh, plant at this point, uh, and obviously that's further optimization work needs to be done. And just around the processing plant as well, uh, we're just finishing up a dilution study, which is part of your DFS. And dilution study will give us a good indication of what uh, additional processing uh, metallurgical work we need to do. So there's variability test work that we've already done. So there'll be a second round and it's an iterative process until you get the right design parameters for your processing plant. And what does this mean for mining costs? Smaller plant, smaller pit, uh, less waste movement, you know, smaller equipment. This all has a positive impact on reducing your overall cost. So what we're looking to do is get our C1 costs around that 600 to 650 US. And that's the ballpark for a standard uh, lithium operation uh, globally at this point. Uh, so so we're, it's looking very good for reaching that target right now. The lithium concentrate prices potentially reached a floor at $1,000 a tonne and lithium stocks followed suit. What has been your operational response on the ground and what will this mean when the lithium price is in contango? 
every, everyone's seen the, the lithium price go down. Everyone's seen the stocks following that. So we, we have had a strategic uh, review, pulled everyone together, say, well, this isn't like stop everything. This is what's absolutely critical. So when the lithium price goes up, where do we want to be? Well, we want to be shovel ready. So what do we need to do to be shovel ready? Right, so that's the optimization of Seymour. That's getting the DFS done, but also the permitting. So if you could imagine, um, you know, we're, we're driving ahead with these subjects uh, and, and getting the, the, the Seymour project shovel ready. And when the price goes into the contango, as in like you've got a spot price today and the future prices are higher, that's when the market's saying, right, things are starting to pick up. So when things start to pick up, we want to be shovel ready. We want to start mining. So we're delivering our concentrates into a market where, where everything's on the boil. What we don't want to happen is, you know, in six to 12 months time, we're, we're still at the expiration phase. That's the last place you want to be. You want to be driving ahead. So just like Pilgrim Minerals on the last boom, you saw it. Like they were delivering uh, significant returns to their shareholders because they, they were up and running. They were mining. They were delivering their, their concentrates into an absolutely booming uh, lithium market. So that's where we want to be. We want to be the first lithium producer in Ontario delivering into the next cycle uh, within the lithium market. Uh, so this is our time right now. This is where we need to knuckle down and, and really drive the permitting side of the business so that all gets uh, approved and up already. Get the DFS done, you know, start talking about a financial investment decision. But on top of like an umbrella on top of all of that is making sure, you know, you've got your indigenous engagement piece in place. So you are working with the people in the communities where, you're, where your operation is to make sure they're on board. Uh, and it's a win-win for everyone. So when that cycle comes back up, away we go, GT1 into production and significant cash flows. Luke, you've got a great strategy in place and no doubt you'll be shovel ready at the right time. Thanks for joining me today on Market Open Podcast. All right, thank you. That concludes another episode of Market Open Podcast. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, LinkedIn, Twitter, rss.com and marketopen.com.au. Until next time, happy investing. The content of this podcast is intended to be general in nature and is not personal financial product advice. It does not address the circumstances of any individual or entity. You should not construe any of this information or other part of this material as legal tax, investment, financial or other professional advice. Market Open and its employees are not financial advisors. You should consider seeking independent legal, financial taxation or other advice to check how any information relates to your unique circumstances. Nothing contained in this podcast constitutes a solicitation, recommendation, endorsement or offer by Market Open or any third party to buy or sell securities or other financial instruments in this or any jurisdiction in which such solicitation or offer would be unlawful under the security laws of such jurisdictions.